0: Welcome back to the Zero Weakness Podcast, where we talk about how to be a better lifter, how to be a better coach, and everything in between. Make sure you subscribe and enjoy.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Zero Weakness Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Establishment Coffee. Go to establishmentcoffee.com.au, use the code 025, get 25% off your order, and free shipping. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello, hello, hello.
0: What's up? What's on your feet, Tom, bro? Yes. I actually undest these today.
2: Ooh, okay.
0: Yeah, I've had them for years, but I know that every time I they still got the sh- they got the shiny stuff too. Uh, every time I've gone to get them out to wear them, I'm like, "Oh, they're not laced up." So I put them back and wear something else. Uh, wh- are they they're really nice. What are they, shadow? Are they shadows? Yeah. Yeah, shadows. Yep, yep, yep. So them means undead stock? Oh, means the first time they've ever been worn. Wow! Do you, yeah. do you say uns them? Is that what you <laughs> say? Un, uns. Yeah. I've always read it in my head as un-DS. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've yeah.
2: always read it as uns. Uns. Mm. Yeah. Either way. It's like wow. Yeah, they're very clean. Very expensive now. How much are they worth now?
0: I don't know. I haven't looked. What year are they? I also don't know. Nice. <laughs> was, was 2016, 15, maybe? I've had them for a while.
2: Because I haven't seen Shadows in a very long time. Did
0: they do a re-release in like 2019 or something?
2: No, that's what I mean. I don't remember seeing them in forever.
0: Yeah, I know they're a bit older. Very nice. Very clean shoe. All right. What have we been up to, fam? Bridget.
3: Um, I'm still benching with my feet down and it feels good.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Nice. It feels normal again, so I'm going to keep doing it. Just imagine how much better it would feel with five pillows instead of one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we were just discussing how many pillows we all sleep with. Oh yeah.
2: What was the general consensus?
0: Five.
3: <laughs>
2: five. Thomas sleeps with Thomas five. Thomas sleeps with I five. sleep
3: with two. General. CJ sleeps with two. <laughs>
2: I'm a, I'm normally a three. Yeah. You know, I got one between my legs. Yeah. One I cuddle and one for my head. Yeah. I got nice. those big long body pillows at home. Yeah. Nice. Y'all yeah, wanna get one of them? Mm. Yeah.
3: Or pillow.
2: Nice. Good. Nice. Yes. They're
0: good. Get a, get a pregnancy pillow. What do pa- they look like? So it's like a it's like a body pillow, but like a big horseshoe shape. So two two arms that go like oh. pretty much all the way down your body. Sounds amazing. That would be awesome.
3: That,
2: I'd be able to get rid of all the pillows just with the one. Yeah. Between my legs, wrapped around my head.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. I have one, but I, <laughs> I'll talk to you about it after. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm a five pillow guy. Two for the head, one for the arms, one for the legs, and one protection pillow. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. What does a protection pillow mean? Well, it's to ward off evil spirits. (laughs) It sits sits behind my pillow, my head pillow and the wall to stop me hitting my head. And also it serves to hang my CPAP cord off of Oh Otherwise it kind of gets in your face or like touches your arms. It gets a bit annoying.
2: Do you ever wake up with a CPAP? Or like, does it wake, you know how like I have like a restless sleep? Yeah. Does a CPAP just help you sleep all the way through?
0: I mean, it's, it stops you from choking yourself awake for sure. Yeah, I still wake up two or three times a night, but I always have. Like, I cannot remember a time in my life where I haven't woken up at least two times a night. Wow. Yeah, there's like, I mean, there's been a couple of times, but if I if I sleep all the way through, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Jeez.
2: Sorry, Gij, What else have you been doing? Benching.
3: Benching. House sitting. Heather and Scott get back today. Two of my clients, I've been looking after their house and I'm really excited to see them. They'll be back at the gym hopefully this week, depends on how tired they are. But they are, I think, one of the first few people to do all five
2: Australian
3: zero weakness gyms. Yeah. 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 They ticked off Mackay and Cairns this week.
0: Did they get some? They got all the badges. Well, I want to actually get little badges. Yeah. Oh, that'll be cool. I reckon that'll be cool. But I'd have to order, like, thousands and, like, keep a hundred or, like, keep a thousand at each gym to give to everyone.
2: That's a really cool idea. Cool
3: idea. Yeah. Let's, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, find let's me a badge supplier in China and we'll do it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's do it.
3: Nice. Yeah, that's all I've been up to. What about you, James?
0: Do you know what I
2: find funny? We're so boring. Whenever we're like, what have we been up to? We just talk about our training.
0: That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> true. <yeah. laughs> I'm trying to, now I'm trying to think of who else has done all five besides me. Has Ryan Anderson? Nah, I don't think he's done Cairns because he, he did Cairns. Mackay
3: and then the other three. Yeah.
0: But he hasn't done Cairns. I'm pretty sure Khan has kind of by default. Mm-hmm. The only other people I can think that might have, I know there's been a couple of people from Cairns come down and train at like Gold Coast and Brisbane and Southside, but I don't know if they've done Mackay they've done before. Mackay. Um, Yeah, I don't know.
2: I love it. I think it's so cool. Mm-hmm. You don't hear people go, oh. Going to go train at all the world's gyms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's cool. Mm, it's really
1: CJ, very cool. What have you been up to? Honestly, <laughs> so much you say, I'm just training really. Uh, D-load's been great. It's been nice to have, <laughs> have a D-load. His body's been very sore. Um, but yeah, that's it really. Keen to see uh, what training looks like next. Um, yeah.
3: You worked up to 200 on your deadlift? In 210. 210. 210.
1: 210. Nice. Yeah, I overshot a little bit. But no, I felt really good. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, that that's so wild. Like two ten like was so light for me. And I I've never been that it's been a while since I've been nervous. Like for a lift like I was peeking. Um but then yeah, once you do Smashed it, it and you're like, Oh, yeah, it is easy. <laughs> no, it's good.
0: James, what have you been up to?
1: Um,
2: nothing exciting as well, just I'm just on a little bit of a roll with my Everything. Everything. Just the rinse and repeat, lift, run, jiu-jitsu, lift, run, jiu-jitsu. I'm loving it, so it's good. By default of being so much more active, I feel like I'm getting a little bit leaner, Mm -hmm. Um, but I've also been... I reckon this is the most consistent I've been with my nutrition it info is. ever. It is. Mm.
0: Yeah. CJ, can you cut all the times James <laughs> has, <laughs> has said that on the podcast? Into one? I don't know if Instagram allows <laughs> reels that long, but yeah. we reels. can try. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. Oh yeah. I've, so my brekkie, I'll talk you through my brekkie I've been having lately. Me. cup of egg whites, two eggs, kimchi,
0: chili oil, s- some spinach. Sounds yum.
2: Yeah, it's the best.
0: Do you use that chili oil? Uh yeah, fuck you! You must go ham on that because I gave it to you on Monday. Yeah, and I opened it yesterday, and it was like half gone. Like, how much does this guy put on? <laughs> All
2: right, I need a. That's what I thought. I was like, do I use too much of it? Because a serving <laughs> is like fucking like fifteen grams of fat or something. And <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm like, <laughs> and there's probably like a hundred
0: serves in there, and with you, it's gone in a week. How much do you? How much do you use? I probably use too much, but I use like a, uh, maybe like three quarters of a spoonful. I reckon you go two spoons.
2: No, I probably use about the same. Oh. Yeah. Surely you use both because <laughs> there was a lot going I reckon Bridget or CJ just snacking on it. Yeah, I haven't
1: I had a day. little bit yesterday. I haven't I've had any of eggs. the ones. Well, because you told me to get the crunchy one, mm. but the one down says was the hot chili one.
0: Yeah. So I looked on, well, when I say I, Meg looked on the ingredients label and was like, no, this is the one with peanuts. So, so you the, want the one with peanuts? Yeah. The crunchy one doesn't have peanuts.
2: Okay. That's Wait, brilliant. why is that other one still in <laughs> on the fridge? The other one's still looking nice
1: and full. Yeah. The Aussie one <laughs> with the oats in. Oh, it.
0: I I thought that's all the one that CJ wanted. It's <laughs> <laughs> your CJ. Yeah, that one's dog no. shit. Oh, all right, right, I'll try the one with peanuts. Is that the one that's in like the rectangle yeah, nah. container? Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. terrible. That's the yeah. terrible. plastic container.
2: Yeah. But yeah. um right. what else have I been up to? No, nah, nothing, just yeah, like I said rinse and repeat. Everything's going good. Nice. What about you, brother?
0: Just been working, training, getting addicted to PlayStation. What are you really? playing? Horizon. Nice. Such a good game. Me- Meg bought me a PS5 for my birthday, and I've been holding off playing it because I know how addicted I get. Then I was like, okay, I'll give myself after all the work's been done. I've had my dinner before bed. I'll play for an hour. Hour turned into two hours. Two hours, <laughs> getting pretty close to like dominating my. This is what happens. Like I'll wake up in the morning and I'll be like, I could walk, buddy. Or I could just play. <laughs> <laughs> like I hate when it's raining because I can't walk. And now every day I'm like. Raining? <laughs> <laughs> raining the taps, the taps leaking <laughs> Yeah, Although there's one piddly cloud in the sky i'm like oh i don't know do i want to risk it yeah. <laughs> i don't know if i can code today yeah, i g- gotta be really careful with games because it's it's my achilles heel no offense, slippery James. Slope. <laughs> Yeah, it's my, it's my weakness I, I can get really entrenched in them really quickly so i gotta really Is yeah, it's, a, it's a good test of self self-control yeah is that, is that why you have to leave today at 12? <laughs> nah, I'm not actually going. I'm like, I'm leaving, but I'm coming back. We just have to go to the house and and uh, I think something's being dropped off or I don't know. I, I need to go.
2: Oh, how's the move going?
0: Yeah, slowly. Uh, yeah. I locked my car today because I'm moving all my shoes or half my shoes down today. So My car's full of Jordans. I like how that's the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ca- cameras, laptops, whatever.
1: Unlock
2: the shoes in there. Oh, someone might steal it. <laughs> someone might steal it at your own gym. Yeah. <laughs> Leaves it unlocked in Woodridge. Exactly. <laughs> don't tell my secrets. Uh, all right. What are you guys grateful for? Bridget.
3: A good night's sleep because I haven't had one in a little while. So, nice.
0: Shout yeah. out to the cats. Yeah.
3: Yes, cats. 1.30 this morning. 1.30 this morning they wake me up and then again at 5. But they're mm. very cute,
0: so it's okay. How specifically do they wake you up? Like are they climbing on you or just meowing loudly? Sometimes
3: they'll climb and then there's meowing loudly and then when I don't respond to that, they start. Flooring at the floor and yeah (laughs) there's a few different things
2: (laughs) but they're so cute they're very very sweet one of them's the biggest cat i've ever seen in my life he's a main coon it's fucking scary it's literally like like a lion or a tiger what what? he's huge
3: he's huge he's not (laughs) that Mm. big (laughs) he's he's not the size of a lion size
2: of buddy (laughs) yeah he's about
3: the size of buddy
2: that's a big cat wait what (laughs) Yeah. That is huge. No, yeah, a little cat. bit smaller. Maybe than a buddy. tiny bit smaller. He's hum-
3: massive. It's
2: scary, what? bro. It's
3: he's actually like, scary. They're like double the size of a normal cat. Oh.
0: And its paws are fucking humongous. But I was actually scared. So I was like, oh sweet. my God. Do you guys That's understand, so like if, you know, there's like tabby cat and then I don't know what else there is, a sphinx cat or, mm-hmm. <laughs> or something. Do you guys know all the different cat types? No, nah. Some of them, nah. yeah. I don't know any of them. Yeah,
3: right? a tabby cat is my cat at home, Barry. Really common looking Your cat, cat. Just a Barry? Yeah, my housemate's <laughs> a cat, big Bezza.
0: This is the <laughs> thing. You say, like, a common looking cat, all cats to be a common yeah. looking well, cat. <laughs> like Except for the ones with the smush faces. Mm. It's like the pug version of a cat.
3: Well, Sabie's the same as Barry. They're, just got, they're like a stripy tomcat.
0: Now, with cats, it's
2: either you can pat them or you can't. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. how I know them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no such thing as a breed. It's like, can I pat it? So what, what breed's that giant cat? Maine Coon. Maine Coon. Siberian Maine Coon. tiger. Yes. <laughs> Lion? Uh.
3: So, yeah, I'm grateful for a good night's sleep. Nice. Come CJ, on.
1: what you got? Oh, I want to jump on that. Because I got a good night's sleep.
3: Yay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember you were saying like uh, the one way you judge sleep is by like dreams. And I never dream. But I remember one night I had like the most vivid like dream that went for ages. And I woke up feeling so good. Nice. It's like I don't remember. Or I, maybe I, there's times where I dreams but you just don't remember them. Yeah. But yeah, I remember having like a vivid dream.
3: Do you have nice dreams? I'm an anxious dreamer. So mine are always a bit. Scary. Yeah. When
1: I'm on the brink of falling asleep, that sometimes they're anxious because sometimes yeah. you know when you're half asleep and you just jolt and yeah. you, they're usually um anxious dreams. But when I'm having like that vivid I was just I remember I was just playing footy with the boys.
3: Nice <laughs> <laughs> <That> was,
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> Do you know what the worst is when you dream that you're at work?
2: Sometimes I feel like messaging Tom, <laughs> bro, and go, brother. I've, <laughs> clock, I've <laughs> clocked up too much hours this week.
0: <laughs> Simon Lou. <laughs> <Simon, Luke. laughs> I've been at work for eight hours. I Wake up and I'm back there. I've done uh, an all-nighter. Mm. Uh, my, my dreams, like, I get every type of dream. Like, I, I get common, uh, you know, like, you can't put, you're going to crash and you can't break or you're yeah. trying to run away. I get those every now and again. But my most common dream are just cooked. Like, the wrong people in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Like I'm in my childhood house and CJ's there <laughs> and we're talking about like cars or something like that. It'd just yeah. be cooked. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> wrong. Everything <laughs> everything mixed up.
3: Yeah. It's like mine.
0: Yeah. James, what are you grateful for?
2: I am I feel like I've said this a million times. I'm grateful for uh we should all be grateful for our bodies and what we're allowed what our bodies allow us to do.
0: Mm-hmm. See now I feel bad because I was going to make a joke today and be like I'm grateful for my health. (laughs) (laughs) I listen to the podcast like every time it comes out, so I listen to every single podcast, Yeah. And so it's so common how often we say the same gratefuls without realizing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. But
2: do you know what made me really grateful for it? So do you see the chick that won the CrossFit Games? Yes. She's the kind of she. I was it the Aussie? I don't want to. No,
3: she's from uh, Hungary.
2: Yeah, and she's a Mm -hmm. fucking weapon, and she's not like your typical looking CrossFit. She's kind of a little bit
0: thicker. Is she newbie yeah. or is she one no, of like the... No, been in for a while. Yeah. Eva mm. Stubb's daughter or whatever? <laughs> uh,
3: Thor's daughter, David's daughter, and
0: uh, Sigmund's daughter. S- yeah, Sigmund's daughter. S- is Sigmund the one with the big teeth? I think yeah, so. Sarah like
3: Sigmund's daughter.
2: daughter. I think yeah, yeah. she's got a real cute voice. Yeah. Yeah, that's Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Yeah. Sarah I, Sigmund's daughter. I
3: think
2: so. But... Um, yeah, and she just did this really cool speech at the end talking about her body and what it, what it's allowed her to do. Because she's not fuck, she's quite like, uh, she's solid. Like, yeah. if she walked in here, we'd be like, yeah, she's fucking jacked. But not compared to those other chicks. She just mm. looks kind of regular. Yeah, nice. And she talks about her body and what it's allowed her to do. And yeah, so if you've ever fucking, I don't know, like, you know, sometimes I'm like, fuck, I wish I looked like I did half the shit I do. Mm. And then I just saw her, I'm like, yeah, fuck, I'm grateful for that. Mm.
0: Mm. That's cool. I like it. Uh, I am grateful for Stephen Bradshaw. So Stephen Bradshaw is big dude at Southside. Uh, I, I don't know. I just feel like we don't shout him out enough, in, in general, for how much he actually does for for Daniel, for I, for Zero. Like he he really loves us, and he he just gives a lot, and he's just a He's just a champion. He's, he's got a, a heart of gold. That guy. bloke. Yeah, he he al- always messages me real positive affirmations, and is always like, "No, nah, you're making the right choice, bro. No, you're doing the right thing." And so he's like a weapon businessman as well. Like he's built a huge business, and he's he's really smart with business stuff. So he's one of these people that like if they talk about business, I shut up and I listen.
2: He's so humble. Yeah, wow. too. Yeah,
0: just real nice guy.
2: He um he's actually hit me up about coaching. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Nice. So I wanna, uh, I'm looking for, he, I saw him with his shirt off in the oh, car park. he's
0: gone so, like he, he was like 160 kilos and very soft when he started. He is fucking
2: jacked he's out of his rank. He was so mm. jacked, I had to wind down like, my window and be like, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: <Yeah. 'Cause laughs> he's looking so good.
2: Daniel told me a while ago how jacked he was. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I always knew he's a big, solid guy. He's got big fucking forearms, big chest, big arms. But I saw him without his shirt off, and I just drove past. And you know when someone's so jacked you look? And I was like, that's fucking
0: yeah. Uncle
1: Steve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uncle Steve. I was
0: like, bro, you're looking fucking huge. Yeah. There's, I, it's happened to me a couple of times where like, I was driving, I was leaving Southside, and Daniel wasn't there while I was there, or like, I just stopped in or something. I was leaving Southside, and I was driving in the back streets, and I was like, "Look at this dude! Big, massive dude with bald head, just walking down the road. Like, who who walks around the neighborhood with his shirt off?" And I was just jealous because of how jacked he was. And I drove past, and it was Daniel. I'm like, Fire out.
3: It was, it was looking <laughs> big.
0: The same thing happened like Monday. I was driving down Logan Road and Toby had Monday and Tuesday off. And I was like, look at this big Jack dude just walking down the road. And it was Toby. <laughs> <laughs> they got past him like, fuck, he's huge. He's looking really good. I always forget how big everyone is yeah. until
2: someone like new here will be like, fuck, he's big. And I'm like, well, when
3: yeah, you see fuck. him outside the gym in like normal clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, who was at the bench workshop in the weekend? Uh, I forgot his name. Paul? yeah and re- he goes to me fuck you look way different in person and he goes you're way smaller <laughs> Gosh. he's a nice guy Gosh. though he didn't mean it in like <laughs> a, uh he didn't mean it in like a bad yeah. way he just says it
0: how it is it was so funny <laughs> i was like yeah i'm tiny bro <laughs> no no filter on that i'm
2: guy. like 83 kilos dripping wet fucking five foot six nice yeah i'm a small man all
0: right quotes
1: oh man whoops Oh, whoops.
0: <laughs> good that everyone's prepared. I've gotten – my phone has like a pen thing and I've never really used it. And then yesterday just randomly I'm like, maybe I should just like start writing down good stuff when I hear it. Yeah. So I, I got
3: one. The world is changed by your example, not by your opinion.
0: Nice. Okay. I like that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I like that. Lead by example. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Uh, mine was actually like it was a famous basketball coach. I don't know who it was, and I changed the score to the total. Uh, but the, the quote was, "The score takes care of itself," which was like, "Don't don't be so focused on building a particular score. Focus on the plays that are going to get the goals." Mm, yeah. Ooh, very nice. I
3: like that.
2: All right, mine is. I've been uh reading the Daily Star, and I got a. Uh, I've always liked being into stoicism and I've been
0: the daily what?
2: The daily stock. I've got it downstairs stoic. It's daily stoic. Yeah, you yeah. read one page a day. Okay. Yeah, and then I got a Sto- uh, stoicism journal that I've been using. Um so, no person has the power to have everything they want, but it is it is in their power not to want what they don't have and to cheerfully put to good use what they do have.
3: Nice. Nice. Very nice.
0: It's like the ultimate gratefulness. Mm. mm.
1: Siege? Everyone's got very inspiring quotes. <laughs> What's yours? <laughs> Family. No, no. Mine's um, a war quote. It, um, it's, what is it? <laughs> um, fear the old man that's in the profession where young men die. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, that's sick.
3: Yeah. Mm. That's so kind of cool. I
0: really
2: like that. That's like you know when you see like a because in our industry everyone's kind of young.
0: I was gonna say that I feel like that as a coach.
2: Yeah, <laughs> as
0: a coach, I'm still like, standing. You don't know what I've been through, boy.
1: <laughs> and
2: when, yeah. whenever I see like an older trainer, I'm always like, fuck yeah, like they're still here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. what's the lifespan of a personal trainer or a coach? Like nine months or something? Yeah, something really yeah, short. It's really what? Short. Really? Nine months. Yeah,
0: <sighs> people fly in and fly out pretty quickly. Oh my goodness. Yeah.
2: And you can understand why it'd be such a hard thing to get into. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Like, yeah, yeah. let's just say, for instance, um, you go do some shitty PT course that takes two weeks to go. And then all of a sudden you're qualified. Mm. Now you get a job in a gym and they charge you $10,000 rent a week. Mm. And you've got to figure out how to get all your clients. You've got to figure out how to pretty much run a
0: business. Exactly. And you're starting at four in the morning and staying there till eight at night. Because everyone wants before work or after work. after work, exactly. Pretty hectic. And then you
2: start underselling yourself because all you're trying to do is just get some business, you know, doing $30 sessions. And yeah, you feel like you've done well. I've got 20 sessions this week. Wait, rent's due. Oh, that's all my rent.
0: Yeah. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Wow. (laughs)
0: the four PT experts that have never been PTs (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking that I was like
3: never worked in a commercial gym in my life
0: no you can you can know the ins and outs of the industry without ever having I've had a
2: a very (laughs) cushy when people talk about because some people have asked me that, oh have you done it for so long I'm like well I get a salary
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm living the dream it's it's cool like doing the coach development and, and getting coaches that have been coaching way longer than me like even um, Sandy. Mm. like Sandy's been coaching for 20 years or something. Yeah, wow. Been a PT for 20 years. Like I haven't been coaching for 20 years. So it's, it's pretty cool. I love that. Yeah. yeah. All right. What do we got? What have we been watching? Books. Reading? Oh, yeah.
2: Give us something. The Fat Joe book. If you guys like uh, hip hop, he's got a pretty cool uh, autobiography. Nice. Yeah. I've started listening to it. Really fucking cool. He's fucking.
0: Is he the one speaking it?
2: Um, no. Is he dead? No, nah, he's, he's not dead. Um, well, you can get one that's narrated by him, but this one isn't narrated by him. Yeah, no. But um, yeah, he's just, he's. you always heard stories about how gangster he was. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's pretty cool to listen to.
0: When do you listen? Do you listen when you're driving or like on your runs?
2: Uh, when I'm driving. I only listen to uh, podcasts, like when I'm driving. Hmm. And then I'll listen to music. Uh, I don't even, when do I listen to music? Yeah. Yeah, I listen to a lot of music, but it's never like in the car. It's always a
0: podcast. Mm. And it's always a hip hop podcast. CJ, what about you? What have you been listening to or oh. watching? Um I recently listened to
1: the podcast on Joe Rogan with that Siddharth Kara. Is it Siddhart Kara? The guy who um is exposing modern day slavery with them mining cobalt in Oh Africa. yeah, yeah. I listened to that a while Flip. ago. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty heavy. That's yeah. It's yeah. it's heavy,
0: very very heavy. Turns you off, uh, turns you off a lot of things, but especially turns you off electric cars pretty quickly. Yes, yeah, very quickly. Yeah. yeah, Bridget.
3: Um, I've still been right into Black Mirror. I've just been watching oh, like nice. random, Let's just go. random episodes. I'll just pick one. I watched White Christmas, CJ. It's good. Uh, eh?
0: Mess with my hair. It's big good. time. You are gonna need to. Re- which one is White Christmas? Give me a, the White, general gist. Uh, uh, White
1: Christmas. Uh, oh, if you've seen them all, it's the one that. You're not going to J- spoil J- it for me. I've seen James, them all. have you seen them all? Or
0: sorry, the what? What? Um, uh, have you watched all of Black Mirror? No, no, no. Just watch Bristol. All right. Us. Well, for anyone listening- John Ham, John Ham. For anyone listening, just skip like a
1: minute. CJ spoil it. <laughs> uh, John Ham, um he it's an interrogation but it's There's not. There's two
3: guys in this house and they don't really know how they got there and they're oh, talking to yes. each other about how they yeah, got yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, And they um, put the consciousness yeah. into yeah. the, oh man. That's good, that's it's good. It's such a good Yeah. It? I was watching it with a mate and he actually called it. I, I didn't see it coming. And he was I like, saw it coming, yeah. He was like, I feel like he's being interrogated. But I was the like, ending?
3: Dammit. Do you remember the ending? Yes. but they are
0: Yeah, they screwed script- it's such a black mirror ending. You just feel crap. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you just feel crap. Yeah. After, wow. Well, it's
0: it's like it's almost anti storytelling. Like storytelling has a hero and there's an outcome, and like mm. you build an emotional attachment. And sometimes it's like the the villain is the hero. But Black Mirror, so often it's just everyone loses. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's just nothing, yeah, nothing loses. positive about it's, it. It's just exactly bad. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's why I love it. Yeah. yeah, That's why I love Quentin Tarantino films because a lot of them are like that too. That's why I like yes. horror movies
3: because a lot of the time they have a dark twist at the end and there's no happy ending. Mm. Mm. <laughs> nice. Very morbid.
0: Very morbid. I uh, I generally steer away from like the common. Um, uh, the common like mindset or self-help. I don't know what you'd categorize them as motivational uh, content of any sort. But for some reason I decided I, I haven't been using my audible credits as often. You get like a credit a month. And so I had these credits that were back to expire. So I just picked like the top picks for you kind of thing. And I downloaded uh, atomic habits. Very by, good book by that Aussie guy. Uh, so I've started listening to that. Uh, so I think the content is great. It's not doing anything for me necessarily, but the the way he's telling the stories is is fantastic. I'm really liking that. Nice. I actually there's another.
2: You just spa- reminded me. There's a book. Anger Shit it uh, by Nassim
0: Taleb. The Anti Fragile. Yeah. Yeah. I want to read that. I haven't been able to find it. Oh, really? No. Not not in like Audible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it exists on that. You'd have to buy the hard copy. Uh, yeah. It's it's interesting when you hear enough of them. They're all using kind of the same template. Like obviously they've got the professional editors that are writing the book and shaping the book in the same way. Uh, but like the the I guess the formula these things are kind of built on is always the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's interesting seeing it packaged in different ways.
2: There's um there's a there's another book that I want to read actually by Dr Nicole Lipera. I read her when my fucking when I was. Going through some shit, I read one of her books and literally changed my life. What um, book was it? How to do the work. And what's the next one? I can't remember the name of the next one, but it just came out. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, do it. Mm. I'm not, I'm not really into self help stuff either. No. Um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know why. It's just like uh, my dad said it to me as well. My dad was saying, "Oh, I hate fucking like charlatans that say you need to do this." Mm. Uh. And yeah, so like I'm not really that big on them either. But her one was fucking really impactful.
0: Mm.
3: The only cool. self help writer. I like his Eckhart Tolle, spiritual writer. The Power of Now. That's a book you should all read.
0: Mm. Yes, mum. <laughs> yes, mum. <laughs> all right. What do we got? I Sorry, I commandeered. I over, overstepped my boundaries and... I uh, told you what we're talking about today, rather than <laughs> well, it was my contribution last week. You're always saying we're not yeah. contributing, <laughs> then <that> I finally <laughs> do. You have to Just do you skip it.
3: Skip it. <laughs> Why do you have to
0: ju- no, that's <laughs> awesome. That I is it enough. was really good. I thought
3: we were going to talk about that
2: last week. I forgot, I think bro. We ran out of time. Uh, you know me, bro. If conveniently I can, forgot. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a goldfish. You tell me, something I'll forget about in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. I'm an elephant. I'm fat and I never forget. <laughs> 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 You're jacked and you never forget. Oh, man. Don't you get it twisted? Bull elephant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the topic I came up with for today. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is Tom Bro's contribution to the podcast. Yes. Um how does powerlifting translate to life? Doesn't next question.
3: It does. <laughs> it teaches you patience and discipline. That's,
1: that's, tell me how. How's it because in, w-
3: in a world where there's where we're just after instant gratification all the time, strength training is the slowest process there is.
0: Have you taken steroids? <laughs> no, I haven't. That <laughs> speeds up the process. <laughs>
3: yeah, it teaches you to be patient. Can you
0: speak to that from a lived experience perspective? Like, what's it done for you? Because I think that was one of my follow-on questions. Like, what's What's powerlifting given you? How has it translated into It's given into me confidence
3: life? as well. It's given me so much confidence and belief in my own abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used mm. to be, I'm still very shy. I don't talk a lot. I still get very anxious, but I used to be the person that would hide in the back of the gym and do my session there. And now it's just, um, I don't know, I feel like it's given me confidence in all areas of my life, not just in the lifting aspect.
0: Mm.
3: Yeah. But I don't know, that's what it's done for me personally.
2: I'm going to answer this differently. It's given me a career. <laughs> yeah No like seriously though I always wanted to be In the fitness industry uh, In some way shape or form But I didn't know how I was going to get into it And I like I fell into I fell into powerlifting And even though I've never like Really identified As a powerlifter It's like taught me principles It's made me understand A whole other world Of uh, strength and conditioning um, it's made me understand concepts because I can look at powerlifting through such a lens. And like I said, it just makes me understand all these other concepts. So like with strength and conditioning, with uh, weightlifting, with powerlifting, it's just made me understand everything else. Uh I'm not saying I know everything, but it's just the way I think, the way that you taught me how to think about powerlifting hmm. has opened the door for me to look at everything else like similarly or way to digest stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of things like – Patience and discipline, what you were just talking about, James. You can do that in other places, but I want it to be real for us as well. Like, what, what's it actually done for us? Well, What about the the first part of the question, though? Like, does, does powerlifting translate into life? And outside your own experience, what have you guys seen happen with people that you've coached?
3: Again, the confidence thing. Yeah. Believing in themselves and discovering something that – like, for example, I've got a brand-new client who – She thought she hated the gym before Mm. she started here. She's been training with me for not even three weeks and now she gets so excited to come in and hit PBs every week and it's just, yeah, watching her blossom, it's amazing Mm. and it's going to change her life. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's, this is a weird way to put it, but I think powerlifting is an easy way to find that addiction to doing hard things. Mm -hmm. like. It's hard when you when you're training hard, when you're going near failure, when you're actually pushing. It's hard, it's work, but it's so much easier to digest and to come back and do again and again and again for most people than something like running. Would you agree? Mm. Like, I mean, a like, for mm. for me, I I know if I wanted to get good at running, I could get good at running, but that first run is going to turn me off straight away. Mm. Whereas, um, for a lot of people, I can't speak for myself anymore, but for a lot of people when they start easing into it and then finding their ability to grit, to have grit and to grind and to push, it becomes a little bit more easy to, to sort of see past how uncomfortable and how hard it is. And I like, I think we probably downplay it too much. Like I, I, you can quote me a thousand times saying powerlifting is quite an easy sport and I maintain that, but it it is hard. Like we are, if you want to be good at it, you have to push, you have to work. And it is hard work. I just, when I say it's easy, I just mean comparative to like being a professional runner or being professional swimmer. Like these guys are training Mm. eight hours a day, every day. It's their life to be at that level. It doesn't mean that powerlifting is super easy. Mm. Uh, Like that's the wrong terminology. It's just relative to high elite sports.
2: We're, We're lucky that we get to do our sport as our training.
0: Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah, we're swimmers. They have to, you know... They don't just get in the pool and swim. They no. have to go to S&C in the gym. Absolutely. They have to go do all this other stuff where yep. we're very fortunate that, like I said, our training for
0: our sport is our sport. Yep, mm. yep, yep. What about you, CJ? Like what what, what would you say powerlifting has given you? Um, the big thing is confidence
1: and self-belief. And um, like you're saying, the, the whole like it's hard and to, it's easiest to come back to. Like it's the it's given me that thing that you can gogans through, you know what I mean? And um, it's what, yeah. When you do that, like you're, I don't know how you say, it, yeah, you're stacking the evidence. You do it more and more and more. And you think like, oh, okay, this is a thing I'm conquering each day. And you start doing it more and more. And, you, and I think that's where the confidence comes from is knowing that, okay, I can do this. I have done this. I have overcome this. Um, and that, self-belief i think has translated into many aspects of my life for sure Mm. yeah
0: i'm curious because like a lot of people would say that confidence thing and that self-belief thing like you guys both said it i would say it for myself as well i'm curious how that actually translates though like as in in what areas of your life have you seen that strength and confidence actually come through i'll go first so I like I've, I've definitely found confidence in being strong and being big as well and I, I think a lot of people in general get into gym stuff because of insecurity whether it's like outward insecurity or some subconscious insecurity like Bridget you often talk about being skinny and being small and how that's why you really wanted to push in the gym uh, for me I was always a, a really big kid like I was very overweight as a kid then went through an eating disorder as a teenager and I just wanted to really really bad body dysmorphia to this day like wanted to look better and feel better and definitely lifting weights and being strong gave me that confidence and I think the biggest thing is that I spent most of my life being scared like beat up every second day bullied as a kid really scared of just the world and of people really scared to interact with people brain stuff as well for sure but as an adult now like I I don't ever feel scared I'm not scared of anyone or anything. Mm. I'm smart. I'm not going to mess with someone because I think I'm fucking hot shit or something <laughs> like that. Because uh, I know like never underestimate someone. It's like we were talking about people with cauliflower ears. Don't mess with that guy. Mm. I just look at everyone like that. Like I don't know who can mess me up. So I'm not talking about like beating people up, but I'm not scared. I'm not scared to uh, I'm like as something as simple as picking up the phone and making a call. I was always so scared of just talking to the person on the other end and I think indirectly and partially directly just confidence in myself has translated into real life. I love that. Mm. Yeah. It, it
2: definitely does give you a sense of uh, it made me way more confident because I, I was never I'm still not strong but I, I like you know there's something so there's such a good feeling about being strong. Um, I don't even know how to how to word it but like there's nothing, running's good, it's really good, but I don't feel good about, I, I don't even know how to say it because I love mm. running, I love lifting, but lifting weights, like I always come back to it. It's always the thing that mm. makes
1: you feel good. It's always the thing that gives you a whole bunch of confidence and uh, yeah. Yeah. I think in general in everyday life, it's changed how I just carry myself, mm-hmm. like how you walk around, how you walk into a room, just little things like that. Um, I think for me personally, like same as you, like I've always been big growing up as a kid and when you're young and you're a big kid, you get taught very, you get told very early on that, like you're. Being big is almost like a hindrance to others. Mm. Like when you're a kid and you accidentally step on another kid's toe, it's not the same as another kid stepping on their toe. Yeah. Like they get hurt and
0: constantly reminded of it. Yeah.
1: You bump into someone and they start crying, like, oh, CJ, you, you, you're too big. You can't do that. Like it's always a constant reminder. And one thing I remember, you know, Shaq, he's like, he talks about it. He obviously, he's a monster, but he talks, uh, Pete. Kobe talks about him saying like, you know, a lot of big men in the NBA, like the centers and those huge guys, they don't like being big because from a kid they're taught like, oh, you know, you bump into people, you hurt people. Shaq embraced it. Yeah. Like he loved being big. And I think that's what powerlifting's done for me. Do you know? Was, sorry. You, no, 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 yeah. no, sorry. sorry. I, didn't I was clear. just saying, like, yeah, that's what powerlifting's done yeah. for me. It's like being strong and being big and and I guess masculine has made me like embrace my size more. It's funny yeah, you said that because so all the
2: big men mm. in the NBA besides like Shaquille O'Neal and uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, they're all big softies. Mm. And now mm. it answers a lot of questions why they're big softies because yeah. when you're like fucking, when you're watching, you're like fucking just bully him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bully him in the paint. Look how small he is. Yeah. And the only two players that ever did that were Giannis and Shaq. Yeah. They were literally bullies. They knew yeah. they were big and they liked being big mm, yeah. where everyone else is very soft and timid and... Mm. How many times do you watch it and you go, "What the fuck are you
1: doing?" Yeah. Like you got a little guard on you, yeah. like back them down. You want to realize, like they're they're skinny, yes, mm. but they're six foot eight, so they they're like still one hundred and twenty kilos. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they're not mm. seventy kilos. No, that's <laughs> just because they're big, skinny. Big boys, like, yeah. When you are tall, yeah. We we had a saying uh in Christchurch oh, or New Zealand,
2: like playing footy. Have you ever heard the term beefing? Like whenever you'd play footy and there'd be a real big dude and he's soft, you'd call him a beefin. He stood for big for nothing. <laughs> yeah, you fucking beefin. <laughs>
0: it's the worst than eh? <laughs> yeah, very very brave in yeah. Like if they flip, yeah. the, flip the switch and decide they're not big for nothing. Oh, that no. that was me though. Like I was bigger than all the kids that used to beat me up, but I was useless. Like yeah, you take one. You take one of two options: either just like cower and try and run away, and hopefully get away, or Try and be tough and get smashed anyway. So, like, mm. run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Taught to, like, not nah, get away, get out of the situation. But it's the same as being, like, neuro, neuro atypical, neurodivergent. Fuck, I hate those terms so much. It's the same as being a little bit different. You're taught from a very early age that everything that you do is wrong and this is normal and that yeah. you are meant to fit into this box. And mm. if you don't fit into this box, you're weird and you're different. Uh, yeah. you, you're taught very early on that. Conformity is best, mm. which is just ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. I'm still very mindful of it. Like whenever I bump into anyone, I'm very over apologetic because I know me bumping into someone is like that's a lot of weight, you know. Um. But yeah, powerlifting no. is help a lot with that.
0: What you need to do is go to like a few countries where it's overcrowded, or a few situations where it's overcrowded. Deadpan stare straight ahead brace and just walk and just watch people fly off you and then you'd be like yeah i'm the king and the, the real strategy trail is, of carnage is, is do it in a country like japan where everyone's tiny and flimsy <laughs> just bounce off you like pinballs oh my gosh yeah uh, i have a real low tolerance for crowds so i'm very polite for about five minutes <laughs>
1: and then i'm just
0: like if you're in my way that's your business
1: uh, yeah i had to learn like in the philippines i had to learn to do that like going up like let's say a staircase and it's like crowds like at a train station going up and my mom would get annoyed because i'm letting people through she's like no you have to find you have to push in just heads down and and straight through she'd literally grab my this little asian woman, my (laughs) mom grabbing my i'm pulling me through the crowd i'm like mom i'm stepping on people it's like too bad like just go (laughs) and people giving me deathies all around (laughs)
0: yeah well it's their fault they're
1: easier to see than (laughs) them. this is true you have to right away baby oh
0: Right, uh, Bridget, what about you? Like I want to hear how like you said feel confident at like what and what?
3: Well, it's more so this job I think that gave me confidence because I I always love talking to people. My thing is always to be nice to people because I never want anyone to feel like they're not included and like they don't belong here at the gym. So that's why I was always so sweet and nice to everybody when I came here even before I started working here. But I was always still really shy. And then when I started working here, I was forced to talk to people more. I was forced to you know, part of working here is sort of sales as well. So, you know, I had to talk to people on the phone. I had to do technique sessions, talk to people in person more. And it really, it's just started to come naturally now and it's brought me out of my shell more. And I, when I first started doing the podcast, I still get nervous, but I wouldn't be able to talk this much like mm. at the beginning. Mm. So, yeah, it's more so this job that's given me the confidence.
0: I think the awesome thing about places like this, and I'm not just saying Zero because there's many, many, many gyms like Zero that... Uh, because think of think powerlifting, strength sports, even just like bodybuilding in the general gym world, a lot of people get into it because of insecurity. They find confidence in themselves because of their size or their strength, but they're still they've never dealt with the insecurity. Yeah. So then you've got these insecure gigantic people that go run amok. I think one of the really th- um, empowering things about a place like this is that it brings you down to earth because it shows you that you're on a spectrum. Like you can't look at all the kids that come in here that are you know slugging it out, deadlifting one seventy, and be like <laughs> one seventy, uh, because there's also people coming in here deadlifting a lot more than you do, mm-hmm. or squatting or benching, unless you coop so that doesn't count. <laughs> but you know, there's there's people that are much stronger than you, or uh, climbing the ladder to become you, and uh, everyone's there to help everyone out. So you cannot have an ego about your strength, exactly. Mm. Like I can't yeah. walk around the country just being like I'm the strongest equipped lifter ever <laughs> in <laughs> this country. I knew that was coming. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> I I want to score. Well, I can't do that <laughs> <laughs> because I've got several raw lifters that could just tick the equipped box mm. and outlift me raw. Yeah. Like I, I, have to, I have to have an aura of humility about it because there's always a bigger fish. And the cool thing is, is that those people – realize that there's people better than them as well and they're down to earth and they're helping the people below them and the people below them are contributing to the people. Like it's, a, it's, a, it's such a great ecosystem. So, mm, so, so cool. Yeah. So it allows us to develop confidence, to develop self-empowerment, but remain humble at the same mm-hmm. time. The it's same b- reason, sorry. go. Okay. I was just
3: going to say the same reason I joined this gym is the same reason most people do and it's to surround yourself with people that are better than you. Mm. Yeah. You come in here knowing that there's people better than you.
0: And isn't it mm. cool like James you could probably speak to this the most isn't it cool to see the people that come in from other gyms that have developed that ego assimilate to the culture mm-hmm. and lose the ego and become humble over time yeah it is so cool to see that yeah yeah wow
1: absolutely that's cool
2: yeah it's um it's well because our sport is such a niche sport it's like a it's like a subculture of uh like the gym like the general gym gym training strength training um so people majority of the people that get into powerlifting uh, uh, maybe i could be wrong but this is what i look this is how i look at it they've never really found a sport before Mm. like a lot of them haven't played team sports or they felt like they weren't good enough to play team sports and then they finally find something they're like whoa this is it and this like that gives them so much confidence because you know growing up i don't know about you guys but there's people that wanted to play team sports but they just felt like they weren't good enough oh i'm not good at this Mm. whatever and you know, team sports aren't for everybody. and Then they find powerlifting, uh, even though it is an ind- individual pursuit. It's like, oh, you come train at somewhere like this. You know, you got that team environment around you, and it's a, it's re- It's really cool. It's really empowering. Just seeing everyone come out of their shells and things like that.
3: Mm. Definitely.
0: Yeah, I think one of the special things as well that you learn about an individual sport is that uh, you can you can only let yourself down. And you can only let yourself down if your expectations don't align with your abilities or the the effort that you're putting in. And so once you once you realize that what you get out is what you put in, there's nothing to let down. Like you you, you can't let yourself down, or you can. The only way you do let yourself down is with the reality check, which just makes you better than before, uh, which is really nice. Um, it's cool to be in an individual supo- sport, but have so much external support. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely it's it's i wouldn't like my sport before this was an individual sport and it was the same thing And i, I reckon like this is a reverse engineering it but I, I reckon it's just the same as what we were talking about before where it's like the world's told you that you don't fit in so you're like cool well i know then that i can only rely on myself so if i pick a sport where it's up to me to, to succeed or up to me to fail then i get to be the master of my own destiny it's probably why i ended up opening a business as well <laughs> i can't be controlled <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man
2: um that's that pretty much wraps it up yeah,
0: yeah. what what's the time 1155 uh, Oh, sweet. Yeah, we, we've got to cut this one a little bit short just because I've got to bounce. He's got PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, no, I need to just duck, duck out and... Uh, yeah.
3: It's starting to get a bit cloudy out there. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not, not <laughs>
0: looking good. Well, it's raining, better go home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my you? destiny's calling. No, yeah. i got to right. go home and... Mentoring. <laughs> M- message message the groups, oh guys, I'm under the
2: weather tonight, sorry. As soon you're gonna be start running the development uh course through through the fucking
0: uh what's it called? The chat and PS5? <laughs> yeah. 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 Ironically, I I went on a podcast a few weeks ago, someone else's podcast, and I used a gaming headset because I was like, I wonder if the microphone's any different. It wasn't. I <laughs> don't use a gaming headset, not a cheap one anyway. uh all right thanks fam thanks for listening give us five stars do all that bye. Love you. bye thank you so much for listening to the zero podcast if you want more information head to our instagram zero underscore weakness hit the link in the bio for all of our services and any information on upcoming workshops and events don't forget to leave us a five-star review so we can have a broader reach and answer more people's questions thank you once more